Welcome to Word on the Way, Church of the Cross's daily reading podcast. COTC is an Anglican church in and for Northeast Dawson, rooted in Scripture, guided by ancient practices, and empowered by the Holy Spirit. The next few minutes will feature a reading of Scripture appointed for today, a short reflection on it from a member of our community, and prayer informed by the passage. Our hope is that in these moments you will encounter Jesus, the Living Word. This is Karen Walker from Church of the Cross, Austin, and the reading for today is John 3, 1-21. Now there was a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the signs you are doing if God were not with him. Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, No one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. How can someone be born when they are old? Nicodemus asked. Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb to be born. Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the Spirit gives birth to Spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, You must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. How can this be? Nicodemus asked. You are Israel's teacher, said Jesus, and do not understand these things? Very truly I tell you, we speak of what we know and we testify to what we have seen, but still you people do not accept our testimony. I have spoken to you of earthly things, and you do not believe. How then will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him, shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to contend the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of light, because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. The Word of the Lord. Most likely you've heard these verses before. One of them is probably the most famous verse in the Bible. Today, though, let's imagine ourselves as Nicodemus. It's hard to imagine life as a first-century Jew. We are very far removed from the basic cultural understanding that shaped the way they saw the world. But that's okay. St. Ignatius encouraged us to use our imagination to connect with Scripture and allow God to speak in a manner that slips past our intellect and is more akin to play. So sit quietly and close your eyes if you can. Take a deep breath. Invite God to use your imagination to speak to you. 
play with the idea of being Nicodemus. As a Jew and a member of the religious elite in Jerusalem, we've memorized the Hebrew scriptures. We know how God has delivered our people many times and how we have failed to live up to our covenant with him. Now, even though the temple has been rebuilt and the people of God live in the promised land again, we are an occupied people under the thumb of the Roman government. But we know God has promised to send his chosen one from the line of King David to rescue us and establish his kingdom again. We have been waiting so very long. Recently, we've heard rumors of someone out in the boondocks doing amazing miracles, teaching with power and gathering disciples. Lately, he has come to Jerusalem and he caused a stir in the temple. Our fellow religious leaders don't know what to make of him. Maybe he'd meet with us. How would the others react, though, if they found out? Hmm. Best to go at night. What is Nicodemus feeling on his way in the dark to that meeting with Jesus? Excitement? Curiosity? Suspicion? Hope? Is he afraid of being disappointed? We reach the house leaning against cushions at a low table on rugs in the Middle Eastern fashion, we start, Rabbi, we know you are a teacher from God because who could do the things you do and not be from God? And Jesus replies most curiously, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again from above. Jesus uses a word that conveys both the meanings again and from above. Our gut sinks. What in the world does that mean? He's not making any sense. Jesus tries again. No one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. Yes, the kingdom of God. We've been waiting for the chosen one to bring the kingdom of God. But what does that have to do with being born? Jesus continues. Some of his words are harsh. He knows the scriptures, though. He refers to God's breath, his pneuma, which also means spirit, that God put into Adam. Jesus refers to the Exodus when Moses lifted up a serpent on a pole to heal God's people. Jesus uses a title that Daniel mentioned in his visions, the Son of Man. But he's combining these concepts in such a new way, it's hard to understand. Jesus uses the term translated as eternal life to refer to the life of God's kingdom, not as something only available in some distant future, but available now through this new birth he's talking about. The life of God's kingdom, how Nicodemus likely longed for it. But how and when will these things happen? Does it even cross Nicodemus's mind that Jesus is referring to himself as the bringer of these promises? And if it did, was he horrified or open to the idea? Did he think, God, I thought I knew your word and what you were going to do, but maybe I don't really understand like I thought I did. What stirs in you as you put yourself in Nicodemus's place? What questions or feelings arise within you? Just notice them.
Maybe we too think we understand more than we actually do. How do you want to respond to God? We also need this whole new way of being that Jesus is offering to be born again from above, from the Spirit, not just once, but on a daily, on a minute-by-minute basis. How does that happen? Jesus makes it clear that this transformation doesn't depend on the strength of our effort, the depth of our understanding, or how perfectly we believe or obey. Nicodemus's eyes were squarely on what was humanly possible. He asked Jesus, how can someone, as if it's all up to what we can do? Jesus, however, was focused on what God is doing. He said, the Spirit gives birth. God gave. God sent. The Son does not condemn, but rescues the world. For God so loves. Our part is to believe, to increasingly trust that it is God's effort God's depth of understanding, and the Son's perfect obedience that truly matters. The Spirit moves where He will, and He chooses to move within you, to be with you, to birth in you this whole new way of being. And this is who you are, the one God loves into new life, even in the midst of our darkness and our confusion. To close... Let us pray this prayer by Thomas Merton. My Lord God, I have no idea where I am going. I do not see the road ahead of me. I cannot know where it will end. Nor do I really know myself. And the fact that I think I am following your will does not mean that I am actually doing so. But I believe that the desire to please you does in fact please you. And I hope that I have that desire in all that I am doing. I hope that I will never do anything apart from that desire. And I know that if I do this, you will lead me by the right road, though I may know nothing about it. Therefore, I will trust you always. Though I may seem lost and in the shadow of death, I will not fear. For you are ever with me and you will never leave me to face my perils alone. Amen. Thanks for listening. Check out cotcaustin.org to learn more about our community or to connect with us further. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.